He looks determined without being ruthless. Something heroic in his manner. There's a courage about him. Doesn't look like a killer. Comes across so calm. Acts like he has a dream. Full of passion. You don't trust me, huh? Well, you know why. I do. We're not supposed to trust anyone in our profession anyway. Welcome back to Asian Cinema Fusion. I'm your host, Paul Martinez, and the long-awaited Jackie Chan special is here today. Uh, we're going to go over four films from Jackie. Um, I actually changed the last film that uh, we're going to go over, and uh, when we get to that, we'll talk about why. And uh, let's get right into it. I want to start off with... Railroad Tigers, 2016, out of Hong Kong, directed by Ding Sheng, who also directed a film we reviewed here called Saving Mr. Wu, a film I really enjoyed. He's also directed the Jackie Chan films Little Big Soldier and Police Story 2013. Obviously, this is starring Jackie Chan, who plays Ma Yuan, also starring Huang Zitao, who played Da Hai. He was a... you are in the You Are My Sunshine. He's also a rapper, a uh, rapper out of China named Tao, T-A-O, if you're familiar with uh, Chinese uh, music. Yeah, the only other film I know that he was in was You Are My Sunshine, which I didn't see. This is really the first time I've seen him. Also starring Wang Kai, who plays Fan Chuan. Um, mostly a TV actor. Also, he's in A Murder Beside Yanni River, something I have not seen. And uh, Darren Wang, who plays Da Huao, who was in Our Times, is also in A Better Tomorrow Part 4. And we also had appearance from Jackie's son, J.C. Chan, in this film. Actually, uh, he had a decent role here. And uh, my tagline for this film, as we always have a tagline, is stay on track. So, what's this about? Well, a group of uh, train worker slash bandits during the Japan occupation decide to take on their biggest mission to date. So, here we have something different than we know from Jackie, and that is no martial arts. That's right. Uh, there are a few battles and fights, but there's really no kung fu ever on display here. Uh, what we have is an action comedy, as Jackie leads a band of good-hearted, but not very proper bandits. Uh, they get mixed up in a mission to help the Chinese forces try to take out a bridge that the Japanese are using. Now, I have to say, for the first half of this film, I was a bit bored. Uh, Jackie was pretty good in his role, and there were a few chuckles here and there, but overall, this wasn't really grabbing me. Uh, The second half, the film really got going, and turned out to be a really fun action flick. Uh, Lots of good scenes with crazy battles and fights on top of moving trains. Nothing groundbreaking, mind you, but still exciting stuff. The plot um, in itself is fairly simple. We do get bits of twists and turns during the mission, but that is to be expected in this type of film. So the acting here was just okay. Uh, Jackie, I thought, was quite good in an understated performance. 
uh, he usually resorted to his go-to phrase, which is uh, less talking. And that kind of summed up his character here. His son, JC, was also pretty good in this. As was Wang Kai, the former soldier who gave up the life until guilt and pride dragged him back in uh, to uh, steal from uh, The Godfather 3. As I said, this is not a Kung Fu Jackie film, but what it is is a fun action comedy. And uh, like I said, um, it, it's good stuff. Uh, this is showing an older Jackie, you know, kind of almost like a heist type of film, you know. A little bit different than what you would see from him, but I thought really fun stuff. And well, you know, at least half of it was. Got to be honest, the first half, man, you could probably just skim through uh, without really missing anything that's important. And that's uh, a shame, you know, because uh, that's not a Jackie usually film. Jackie usually will give you a lot throughout the film, but this film, really, the first half just really, I was sitting like with my hands folded, almost like, you know, when are we going to get started here? But once it does, um, I thought it was pretty good. So I would say this is not a must-see film. It is a film that I think is worth checking out. A bit of minus action really never hurt anyone, did it? And um, I have to say I'm going to give this 6 out of 10. Uh, this is on Netflix, I'm pretty sure. Uh, so you can ch check it out there. You know, Railroad Tigers. And it's a fun film. Uh, don't take it. I know some of the guys... When you hear Jackie Chan, you want Kung Fu, you want action. But this is an elder Jackie, and as we're going to start seeing with him in this career around this time, there's going to be a lot less martial arts from him and a lot more of these type of films. And again, I, I think this is okay, and I think it's something that is, you know, it's worth watching. You know, it's, you know, don't expect too much from it, but uh, it is what it is type of deal. But um, I think overall it is enjoyable. Alright, our next film, 2017 out of Hong Kong, is Kung Fu Yoga, directed by Stanley Tong, who is synonymous with some of Jackie's later stuff, such as Rumble in the Bronx, uh, Police Stories Part 3 and 4, The Myth, uh, CZ12. So, uh, yeah, he's been really involved with Jackie's kind of, uh, later part of his career. Uh, Jackie plays a character here named Jack. <laughs> Not much, uh, in the way of uh, work for Jackie to remember his character's name, I guess. Arif Rahman plays Jones, who uh, was in One Night Surprise and Cold War 1 and 2. Uh, Zhang Yi Jing plays Zhao Guang. He's an, a singer, a songwriter, a record producer, a dancer, an actor, a model, <laughs> an author. Uh, he, he's done it all. He, he was... Uh, I believe in a film called EXO. And uh, Disha Patani, who plays Ashmita, she uh, was in a film called M.S. Dani, The Untold Story, also a film called Loafer, very attractive young woman. And uh, uh, she uh, is, uh, I guess, the, uh, I wouldn't, I'm not sure I want to call her the love interest, but she is the female star of the film. And our tagline for this is East Meets East. So, what's this about? Well, Jackie plays a great archaeologist who teams up with an Indian archaeologist to discover a lost treasure. So, here we have a more typical Jackie film, and really a typical Stanley Tong one as well. Lots of locales around the world, lots of kung fu, and of course, lots of comedy for Mr. Chan. 
This film suffers from at times some poor acting and some even poor plot lines, but it makes up for it in tons of action, eye-pleasing cast members, and lots of chuckles. Uh, Jackie is caught in between two parties who both wish to lay claim to these lost treasures while he just wants to share it with the world. We get a few nice cameos here, one, uh, no, one notable one from the great Eric Chang who plays an oil driller who just happens to show up in the Arctic to help Jackie out with just one phone call. I told you this plot wasn't great. Still, I try not to focus on that and just enjoy seeing Mr. Chang on screen. I am a big fan of his. Uh, visually, this film um, excels as well as it takes a lot of cues from Bollywood productions which mean lots of colors, music, and some simply amazing costume designs. And yes, there is an even a Bollywood-style musical closing number that was outstanding. They did almost try to force the whole yoga theme down our throats at times. It really did feel forced. And I, 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 just my opinion, I don't really think it lent overall to the narrative. Still, watching the mesmerizing Disha Batani demonstrate it made it okay with me. Uh, so, what we have here, really, is kind of a brainless kung fu action comedy kind of like the myth meets first strike meets rumble in the bronx it's not going to make a lot of best film lists but i think you'll definitely enjoy watching it and i gotta say look i watched it twice so <laughs> it's not bad again this is not groundbreaking in any way it's nothing i think that's going to be knock you off your feet but i think it was a fun watch and it's really more of the kind of Jackie film that you come to love. And so with that, I'm going to give it a 6.5 out of 10. 99% sure this is on Netflix as well, as you can check it out there. Again, I think, uh, you know, the whole yoga part of it, you may feel like was unnecessary, because I do. But still, overall, uh, I thought it was a fun watch. And like I said, very pleasing aesthetically. Uh, great costumes, great visuals, lots of... Uh, locales and that type of stuff and in that sense um i think it's something that's really fun to watch and check it out all right our next film police story 2013 lockdown this of course is where we have a film where uh something was was on the pile so to speak i never got to watch and this was one of them this is also directed uh, by ding sheng who we just spoke about at the top uh, here, Jackie plays Detective Jean Wen, which is a different character from the past police story films. Lu Ye plays Wu Jiang, who was in Cock and Bull, Curse of the Golden Flower, and Saving Mr. Wu. And Jing Tan, Tian, Jing Tian, who plays Miao Miao, uh, or Mao Mao, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, uh, special ID, uh, she's also in Kong, Skull Island, The Great Wall, and From Vegas to Macau. Uh, so she's been around. And uh, not only films in China, but as you can see, uh, she's been in Hollywood as well. Now, tagline for this film is, A Cop's Tale is a Hard One. So a police officer is taken hostage, and now he must figure out why and save the other hostages too. So, if you're a big Jackie fan, you know the Police Story franchise, and it's been a great one. Here is one that is a bit different in mood and style. There are no laughs, uh, no slapstick fights or stunts. This is 
almost a hard-boiled Jackie film. A gritty cop who has a moral code and a will of iron. And these are the strong points of this film. There are some weak ones though, and most notably a lack of coherence early to midway of the film. Director Ding Sheng seems to have some very good ideas here, but it's almost like he had this film only halfway figured out before he started shooting. And what's funny is I like the early part of this film where it's hard to follow better than later on. See, there are some elements of the Rashomon effect uh, used here, uh, but just sparingly. Early on in the film, when Jackie is taken captive, he begins reliving old cases in his head, trying to figure out why this man holds a grudge against, uh, against him. I thought this was great, as we saw reenactments of some old police cases, which fits in with the title, Police Story. Eh? Eh? So, but midway, they abandon this element and go into some cage fighting and this kind of lost my momentum here. Now, I will say I found some of the acting here to be good. Others, not so much so. Um, it was a joy to see Yu Wang Guang here as a police captain. Uh, I thought he was really good here. Jackie was excellent in this and I really liked the performance from Yu Ye to be very good. I was not crazy by some of the hostages or from Miss Jin Chang who played his daughter. I've seen her before and she was good in other roles, so I kind of blame the script on this one. So, what we have here is another not-so-Jackie-Jackie film. You know, um, this is a dark film. You know, we have Jackie here, you know, once he learns why he's being held captive, then he's trying to work his way to save the other captives, but like a lot of the things that are done, like he has to fight this guy in a cage match of, of hell, basically, to allow him to release some of the hostages and then go out and talk. Like, I don't even stand the understanding behind why our antagonists would even allow this. Like, a lot of this just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, a lot of the people's motivations don't make sense to me. Uh, again, I just felt, I really thought they were onto something early on with this film and abandon that idea, and I just really, I'm not happy with that. But, as I said, this is a very dark film of a serious tone, and I do think it has some good qualities that has lost its way, and then, I mean, it, I thought it just became another cop flick. Uh, the fight scene with the cage fighter is brutal and very good. It just didn't fit here. Also, there wasn't a lot more fights. I thought it should have been a little bit more of a martial arts flick, and this is really more of a dweller. Again, I just felt this was a film that does kind of lack coherence. And I've said this about a lot of films that I review on this podcast, is that I feel sometimes the film doesn't know what it wants to be. And that's just, a, I guess it's a pet peeve for me. So, while this is definitely not my favorite film in the franchise, but it is a different one, it's an okay watch, but I would just say just okay. And, you know, I'm going to give this film a five and a half out of ten. All right. Our old school selection from Jackie. Dragon Fist, out of Hong Kong, 1979, directed by the great Lo Wei, who, if you don't know, you should, he's responsible for The Big Boss, and Fist of Fury from uh, Bruce Lee, and then new Fist of Fury uh, with Jackie Chan. Uh, Jackie plays a character here named Tang Hao Yuan, uh, also starring Yen Shi Quan, who plays Master Zong, who you might know from Fierce Hyena, Heroic Trio. Once Upon a Time in China, 1 and 2. And Nora Miao, 
who stars as Lan, who you would know from Fist of Fury and New Fist of Fury. And uh, tagline for this one is The Cost of Atonement. Uh, a young student sets out on a quest of vengeance for the death of his teacher. Well, so from that description, no doubt saying, I've seen this a thousand times. And I felt that way too. But this film is much more than that. Uh, there's a myriad of subtle differences that make this a much more original film. Once again, Jackie is in a serious role here, and the film itself has an overall dark tone to it, as well as an interesting twist in that who seems to be the bad guy early on is really not. Unlike, unlike most films like this, here they took time to actually tell a story, which was much more than originally believed. Jackie was the action director here, and it shows some above action, uh, I should say some above average action kung fu was displayed here. The battles were lengthy and for the most part with one notable section that I'll get to in a moment. Also, there was never too long of a low before we got to another battle. As for the acting, it ranged, but that's to be expected in a low budget uh, kung fu film like this was. I felt Jackie was fair at best. His uh, trying to play the stoic hero did not work for me at all. I mean, I think he even realizes this because later on in his career, uh, it's rare to see him do this. Although um, he has done this uh, most of his career, he didn't play this type of character. And I just think because he learned early on that that wasn't the strength of his acting prowess. Uh, but, you know, at points where he was allowed to show some more emotion, he seemed to come off as much more believable as I feel Jackie um, while being beloved and it's such a huge star, I think his acting prowess sometimes is undervalued. But it's a, that factor of knowing who you are and knowing your limitations. And I think here in 1979, maybe he didn't. And so I think uh, parts of his performance suffer here because of that. Now, where I had some problems with the film was a bit of poor editing at times. As there are some scenes where it's painfully obvious that a stunt double was in. And that adds to its low-budget feel. Also, as I said, Jackie has a lot of battles here. But when finally he fights the main villain, it's like over in two minutes. Also, you never see the antagonist fight at all before that scene. See, I always felt you need to show the heavy utilize his skill early in a film to establish his threat. Uh, you know, the same can be said for his number one man gave Jackie a great fight. But it's the only time he ever shows any of his skill. I always feel that this is something that you see in m many martial art films. Where you're going to see the bad guys take out a lesser character. And, you know, take him out in a very spectacular way. As to say, oh my god, how's our hero ever going to defeat this guy? And we didn't get that here. We just, you know, you know we never got... And then, when Jackie fights him, and again, um, the one guy he fights first actually gives him a great fight, and Jackie barely gets by him. But then when he fights the big baddie, you're like, okay, that was a great fight. You know, what's this guy got? And Jackie takes him out with relative ease. So, again, I just felt, again, this these were little problems with this film that uh, I had. Again, I was surprised, I think, when we look at this film, and if you watch this film, I think... Story-wise, this is a pretty good film. I thought uh, this is a good film in that sense. As a martial arts film, as I know some of my listeners are more about the martial arts and 
gloss over the story. You know, I don't. I usually tend to be more about the story than I am the martial arts. Um, I do think they kind of work hand in hand. So if you're looking just to watch some good fights and some good, you know, good action and a lot of battles, then you're going to like this film better than probably I did. Um, if you're looking just for a good overall plot line and storyline, then I think you're going to enjoy this film. Uh, more, and I think it depends on what type, what you're looking for in your film experience. So for me, I'm kind of drawn, you know, somewhere between the two. So I'm going to give this film a six out of ten. Um, and I think it's because I was a bit surprised in the storytelling, and I think that got it a better score for me than I would have normally given this. So I'm giving it a six out of ten. Again, not one of Jackie's best films, but um, as far as his fighting and martial arts goes. I thought there were some good fights and a lot of fights. But, again, I just think there are little things here that kind of stuck with me as annoying. I don't know. Very very tough call for me with this film. Probably a film that I probably would like to probably watch a second time and maybe I would get a different vibe from it. But right now, I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. I'm going to air higher than lower on this film. And uh, check it out. I definitely think it's a, a film to check out. I would love to hear you guys uh you know, get at me and tell me your opinions on this film. This was a film I really had a hard trouble getting a grasp on. All right, it's time for our our wild card. Now, as I was saying at the top, I kind of changed what this was going to be. This was usually this was going to be Thunderbolt, which is a film that I feel is not well known by the Jackie universe, and I really think should be seen. Uh, which is what usually the wild card thing is. But instead, I went out and saw Jackie's brand new film, The Foreigner. And I decided to use this instead. Now, this is 2017, and let's be honest, this is not a Hong China production. This is a U.S. production. But still, um, I don't know. I just felt this was a film that I wanted to review here. It's a new film, and I think this is a really good film. And so I, I wanted to review it here. Um, it's directed by Martin Campbell, who you might know from the 007 film Casino Royale. Uh, he also uh, directed the Zorro films with Antonio Banderas, and he unfortunately <laughs> directed the Green Lantern film, which was not a very good film. Jackie plays a character here named Quan, and it's also starring Pierce Brosnan, who you, of course, would know uh, as 007, James Bond. He plays a character named Liam Hennessy here, and Orla Brady, who plays Mary Hennessy, Liam's wife, who uh, plays the character Lydia on Into the Badlands, if you watch that show. And if you're fans of martial arts, you really should be watching that TV show on AMC, Into the Badlands, a very underrated show. And my tagline for this from is, he's not from around here. So, what we have here is Jackie playing a former Chinese military man whose daughter is killed by an IRA bombing. Now, all he wants to know is who is responsible. Now, once again, Jackie is here in a non-comedic, uh, very serious uh, role here. In fact, it's a very non-comedic one. Now, as we know, this is not the first time for this, but he did give interviews promoting this film, and they made it seem like this was his first serious role. And obviously it wasn't once. Uh, you know, I just reviewed a couple of films on this podcast where he had a serious role, and of course... Nothing is ever going to be more serious than, but in my opinion, it's the greatest Jackie film ever, which we didn't talk about this time, which is Crime Story. So this is not the first time that Jackie has played a non-comedic role. And in my opinion, 
while it wasn't one of his best performances I've seen out of him, you know, it still was very good. Um, he's actually playing a 60-year-old here, which is also new. And the whole visual of this elderly man outwitting and basically terrorizing Pierce Brosnan just to get names of the bombers was in itself at times amusing. But one thing which struck me at first, but I later appreciated, was that Jackie was just not beating the heck out of these guys. Uh, and hand-to-hand, he held his own, but often looked overmatched, which lends to the credibility of him being a six-year-old character in this. But of course, he makes up for it by utilizing some unique set of skills to steal pace from uh, Liam Neeson. So, while not a lot of martial arts, we did have a lot of action. Uh, the film never got dull. Yet, yeah, did take some time to get important story points across. Uh, I often talk of pacing on this podcast and my issues with it in many a film. Here is an example I felt of it being done right. Um, you know, the pacing of this film was correct. Um, we got stuff. Um, you never felt bored. You never felt dragging. But you also never felt barraged where stuff didn't play out, you know, properly. Again, this is a very delicate balance that I've talked about before. I think many, uh, I think this is truly the mark of a great director is when they can master the pacing of a film. It's just something I've always felt. Um, the best directors in the world are ones who pace the film correctly. Uh, when you have a film that's just at breakneck speed, it's almost like you can't keep up with what's going on. You feel almost rushed, you know, it's exhilarating to a point, but then at no, some point it has to come down to crashing, and then you feel like now the film just stopped moving. You know, we, we have talked about this ad nauseum on this show. But uh, here's a film where this was not the case. This is a film that I felt moved along at a brisk pace, took time to tell stories, but never let you get bogged down. Uh, that's really well done on that part. Now, outside of Jackie, I thought we had some good acting performance from others as well. Pierce Brosnan was very good in a somewhat different role for him. Um, I did think we could have gotten a little more insight into our bombers, who are, of course, the people that Jackie is hunting, as well as, uh, you know, everyone in this film is really trying to find out who these guys are. You know, I get the gist of who they were, but I always found this very interesting uh, in the inner mindset of a terrorist who feels that they are in the right. How do they negotiate the loss of innocent lives to further their own agenda? This is something that, that's in life in general, you know, getting away from movies now. That's in general when we see like, uh, you know, these people, Al-Qaeda or the IRA or, or others who do these terrorist acts and feel that they're just in what they're doing. I just feel that it's fascinating you know, what most of us will look at as horrifying and just reprehensible acts, how in their mind they justify their actions. And I just think it's something that is very intriguing to me. And I would like, not that I think that they would ever convince me in any way, shape, or form if I heard their thinking of it, that I think they're correct. But I don't, would like to have seen a little more of that on, you know, their their reasoning, their their take on why they're doing this. You know what I mean? Again, again, I may hear it and it be like, I think it's bullcrap, but I would have liked to seen a little bit of that side of it rather than just, these are evil people who blow things up um, for no, you know, for misguided reasons. I mean, that that's really simplifying, in my opinion, the human spirit. And uh, I don't know. That's, I would have liked, I think this film would have just been that much better. And it was a good film. 
if we could have got a little bit of that. And so involved in it. But back to the film, I, I just really enjoyed it. I just think Jackie was great as this, you know, this guy who is almost like he's um, an enemy of state almost. Just because all he wants are the names of the people responsible. But what's funny about this is that he's terrorizing Pierce Brosnan. You know, and so you almost got a Pierce Brosnan the antagonist and Jackie's the hero. But the truth is that Pierce Brosnan doesn't know the names. So Jackie, in a way, when you look at it, I was like, it's almost kind of in the wrong here as the hero. I mean, of course, his daughter was killed. There's every right to feel the way he feels. But he's terrorizing this man who, you know, to give him names that he doesn't have. I just think this was a really complex part of the storyline. Um, also, like I said, I really like um, how, you know, Jackie just outsmarts everyone in this and um, does get into some fights. But, you know, he's an old man. And he, while he has some moves, he has some skill, you know, the fact is that a 60-year-old man, even with a lot of skill, may have trouble against, you know, a young, big you know, bigger, younger uh, adversary. And so I, I thought that um, that did a lot of realism to this film. And, you know, so as I said, overall, I really enjoyed this film. I thought Jackie was excellent, and it definitely kept me entertained throughout the film. And I'm going to give this a 7 out of 10. And definitely, if you haven't seen this film, even maybe because uh, you heard there wasn't a lot of martial arts, or maybe you heard it wasn't Jackie being Jackie, as we say, um, I would say throw that out the window. This is a good film uh, and it just really is and um, if you're a Jackie fan and you know and who of us are not Jackie Chan fans uh, I think you just really you would enjoy this film and so it's just really something I do recommend you guys check out when you can The Foreigner a very good film and um, looking forward after not being crazy about a lot of Jackie's recent stuff as we talked about earlier on in the show um, this was something that I think was really really worth watching and that's our show. And uh, sorry for the long wait. Work has been kicking my rear end. But uh, I do already have uh, a few films ready to be reviewed. Uh, next, we're going to go over Bollywood film on our next thing. And we're going to headline our next show with Takashi Miki's 100th film, Blade of the Immortal. And uh, I have a lot of thoughts about that film. So we're going to talk about that next time. Uh, but until that time, I want to thank you guys for listening. And as always... Take a look at our, our Facebook page, our Twitter page, and uh, any questions, any comments. I'd love to hear them. And until next time, bye-bye.